0: Good afternoon, good afternoon, Be <laughs> here, yeah, hopefully we'll get to stay awake. while i and then as <laughs> mentioned earlier, what'd you say,
1: glory? <laughs> <laughs> Come on, good for good, hey, nothing, something right over here, out of the bag. <laughs> God is. We're going to have several points of what God really is today. From the good and the stuff that we don't want to hear as well. The stuff that we have to hear. The just read for us In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. And the earth was formless and void. And darkness was over the surface of the water, of the deep. And the Spirit of God was moving over the surface of the waters. Now while I was reading that, did you guys hear that big bang? You didn't hear the big bang? The explosion that created the earth? Said everyone tried to assume it? he's trying to say that's what took place. Did you see any evolution that took place in the? I mean, God created the earth and the heavens, didn't he? No wood fans have to about that. Yeah funny how the people that talk about the evolution and the big bang theory and all of that stuff comes time that they really need something where do they go? God's prayer. they only want him whenever they need some of those things we really have to sit and think about all those things God's also the maker of life verse 3 says God said, let there be life and there was light. James chapter 1, we're going to read verse 17 here. It says, in in my Bible, it says, testing our faith. It says, every good thing bestowed, and every perfect gift, is from above. Coming down from the Father's lights, with whom there is no variation, variation or shifting shadow.'" Where does all the good things come from? It comes from God, doesn't it? In 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 6, For God, who said, Light shall shine out of darkness, is the one who has shown in our hearts to give the light of knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Christ. The God of light gave us the hope. Life's an important thing to us. In Genesis chapter 1, verses 4 and 5, God saw that the light was good, and God separated the light from the darkness, and God called the light day and the darkness night. God made Jesus the light of the world. That's amazing, isn't it? The light of the world. What comes out of the the darkness? Light. When do the evil things happen? In the darkness. When do the good things happen? In the light. In John chapter 8. We're going to go to verse 12. Jesus spoke to them saying, I am the light of the world, and he who follows me shall not walk in the darkness, but shall have the light of life. God made Jesus the light of the world, and Jesus just proved it in John chapter 1, verse 12. We're going to go to Matthew 5 next. It's talking about disciples in the world. Matthew 5, chapter, sorry, Matthew chapter 5, verses 14 through 16. I'm going to read those now. Matthew 5, verses 14 through 16. You are the light of the world. A city set on a hill cannot be hidden. Nor does anyone light a lamp and put it under a lampstand, but on a lampstand. And it gives light to all who are in the house. Let your light shine before men in such a way that they may see your good works and glorify your Father who is in heaven. According to these verses, we are supposed to be a light just like Jesus. We are the same light that Jesus is. We are all here to glorify God. If we can't be that bright light to glorify God like Jesus is, We'll have a session at the end of this that we need to worry about. How about God is the jealous, God? We all know about several ones there. I'm going to read just a few of them here. I'm going to go back to the Old Testament to in Exodus chapter 20. I'm going to read verses 3 through 6. Exodus chapter 20, verses 3 through 6. <clears throat> from the Ten Commandments. You shall have no other gods before me. You shall not make yourself an idol or any likeness of what is in heaven above, or on the earth beneath, or in the water under the earth. You shall not worship them or serve them. For I, the Lord your God, am a jealous God, visiting the iniquity of the Father's. The on the children and on the third and fourth generations of those who hate me. By showing loving kindness to those, to, to thousands, to those who love me and keep my commandments. Jealous God. Isn't We're supposed to worship who? Only God. Let's go into Exodus 32 and get an example of what happened. When Moses came off of the mountain, being with God, the people, they made a golden calf. The worship and to dance dance. They made a, a man made up. A God that they wanted to dance to. That was not a good thing for God, for, for those people, with what God did to them. In Acts chapter 7, verses 41-42, we'll go back to the New Testament to tell us what took place here. And at that time they made a calf and brought a sacrifice to the idol and were rejoicing in the works of their hands. Notice it said, in the works of their hands. <clears throat> Who made it? Man made. God turned away and delivered them up to, the, to serve the host of heaven, as it is written in the book of Prophets. It was not to me that you offered victims or sacrifices. Forty years in the in the wilderness wasn't no of to Israel. Sent them out into the into the wilderness for forty years, didn't they? All for making a golden idol. In Hebrews chapter ten. Verses 23 through 25 and read those next here. Hebrews 10, 23 through 25. Let us hold fast the confession of our hope without wavering, for he who promised is faithful. Let us continue to consider how to stimulate one another and to love and good deeds, not forsaking our own assembling together. As this is the habit of some. But encouraging one another, encouraging one another. Have we heard that today? Many times. And all the more as you see the day drawing near. Something here I really want to kind of hit on. This is a commandment from God. He gave us this commandment Never forsake the assembly. So, what if God had decided to punish us? Or forsaking the assembly of faith. Sin is sin, whether it's making a golden cat or choosing to forsake the assembly. Wow. Think about that. Sin is sin. Doesn't matter which one it is. The little thing does the same difference. It's amazing how that is. When you when you stop and look at, it, it's just one day. Just one day. It's just a little eh. hmm. something to consider there. This is one of the parts that's going to be one that nobody really likes to hear about. That is vengeance. We don't like that part, do we? Just remember what the wrath of God is. Let's go to Romans chapter 12. I'm going to be reading from verse 16 through 19. Romans chapter 12, 16 through 19. Be of the same mind toward one another. Do not be haughty in mind, but associate with the Lord. Do not be wise in your own estimation. Never pay back evil for evil to anyone. Respect what is right in the sight of all men. If possible, so far as it depends on you, be at peace with all men. We've heard that today. Haven't we? Never. I hit that bold. Never. That's hard to do, it? Take your own revenge. But leave room for the... For it is written, vengeance is mine. I will repay says the Lord. That's hard to do, isn't it? I promise you, it's easy to stand there and preach that. That's not easy to do. The longer I do this, the easier that gets. But when people get on your nerves and they do things that are just. What do we got to do? Grandparent, right? especially when it comes to the gospel. When we talk with people and they tell everything, and they they just, this is what I want to believe. You just want to take and choke. Don't you understand? It's not about what we want. It's about what God wants. God wants us to worship Him in His way. And we worship His way and if all sitting down over with and you followed all of His commandments, then and only then do you have get to have the comfort and in heaven, for eternity. If not, it was the alternative to what been preached this morning. tormented in hell for eternity. Those are hard-hitting facts, folks. Hard-hitting facts. You can worship God the way you want to do it. How you want to do it. And that's okay. Just know that it's going to be the consequences are going to be on you. God wants worship in his way, not man's way. He tells us to do something, the book, the chapter, and the verse. That's what we have to do. And if he doesn't tell us how to do something in a book, chapter, and verse, it's in the Bible, guess what? We don't get to do that. Just because that's what we want doesn't mean that's what God wants and expects Cold our facts, and his vengeance vengeance is his. Remember that. In verse in Romans chapter 12. I'm gonna read verses 20 and 21. Here's another hard one, one. But if the enemy is hungry, feed him. If he is thirsty, give him a drink. For in so doing, you will eat burning coals upon his head. I got go it over here in 21. This was a cup on his sloth. Well, it takes a big of water to get down, doesn't it? But do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. Sure, give me a big glass of water for that. But we have to do that, don't we? Swallow that pride. Don't be evil. And be happy, right? That's what God wants us to do. Just isn't another example of that. <clears throat> Genesis chapter 19, when God destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah and turned Lot's wife into pillar of salt, just for looking back. See if we don't do what he tells us to do in these situations. That's what we have to look forward to. In a different manner, it's called hell. I told you it wasn't an easy, easy section there. We have to do the things God tells us to do the way he wants to do them. Now we can get to this good part. here. God is love. We all love that part, how I mean, do not know John 3.16 I've found almost everyone in it to quote this verse. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. We just talked about not to be o- overcome by evil. And we should love. We must love like God loves us. He loves us so much that he sent his only son here to die for us. So many things happen on earth with Jesus being here. That it's just it'd take an entire lesson plus to go through all that everything that Jesus done for us while He was here on this earth everything that God instilled in Him to do while He was here think about that in a manner that's like in the in the short amount of time that Jesus was on this earth and the impact that He made on Christians it's unbelievable it's just when you read the Bible, the more you read it, it's unfathomable how much he achieved. And that's the work on the tongue. But, as we know, all things are possible through God. So what he did here, to us, is a miracle. Just another day, it? It's amazing how that happens, isn't it? We're stuck in this time dimension that we know is a 24-hour frame from one day to the next. We go to the next day and the next day. Time means nothing to God. Especially when it comes to eternity. I'm sure there's not a 24-hour time train in eternity. Nothing going to be there. It's going to be... Here we go. How about Matthew chapter 22? Verses 36 through 40. Matthew 22, verses 36 through 40. Teacher, which is the greatest commandment in the law? And Jesus said to them, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, and with all your soul, and with all your mind. Does that leave anything out? All. There this is the great and foremost commandment. The second is like it you. Like. Like it. I'll get this right in a second. second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. It's not do unto others as they did unto me. That's not what it says there, is it? You shall love your neighbor as yourself. On these two commandments depend the whole law of the prophets. Love, love, love. Can we love like God loves everybody else like God loves us? It's hard to do that some days, isn't it? When you think about that, all of the things that happen in the world, all of the traffic problems that we had. Last night on my way home for dinner, it's like, you got to be kidding me. People running in and out look like I've been great at that. Oh, no. It's like, hey, I need to go up this room. But we still have to love those people though. Well. Hate the sin, but love the people. How about we go to First John chapter four? I'm going to read verses seven through eleven. My Bible has this one chapter as entitled uh, "Is God Is Love." Isn't that fitting? Start at verse 7. Beloved, let us love one another, for love is from God. And everyone who loves is born of God and knows God. That's something I'm, I'm going to hit back on this before I any further. Love is from God. Do you think we have love if it wasn't for God? Those that are married, you love your wife, your husband, children, grandchildren, can you imagine not having love? For all those people? Parents, grandparents? Imagine what the earth would be like if God didn't give us love? Stop and think about that for a second. It's like, oh, that's huge. Huge what he done for us there. Verse 8: the one who does not love does not know God. For God is love. By this. The love of God was manifested in us that God has sent His only begotten Son into the world so that we might live through Him. Verse 10, And this is love. Not that we love God, but that God loved us and sent His Son to be the propitiation for our sins. We love this; if, if God co-loved so us, we also ought to love one another. So when God loves us that much, as we mentioned earlier, we need to love everyone else too, right? So I have a question for you here. You have to answer it yourself. If we don't love like God, if we don't love like God, are we really loving one another? That's a tough one to swallow, but it's a truth. We really need to love it like God does. We gotta work on that every single day of every single hour of every single minute. It's like whew. trust me, I have my days and my moments. It's like, man, I really when I when I wrote this down, I swallowed again. And that's a hard one. But now the good part. God is a forgiving God. This is the part we really, really, really like here, isn't it? In Matthew chapter 26, verse 28. It's for when the Lord's Supper was instituted. For this is my blood of the covenant, which is poured out for me for forgiveness of sins. Wow. That avenue of prayer, forgiveness of sins, those things came from Jesus while he was on the church with him. So we can talk through Jesus to get to, to get to God. That huge for us women. God knew we weren't perfect. God knew we'd make mistakes. Let me rephrase that. God knew we'd make sins and would sin all the time, and He gave us that avenue to be able to repent and change our ways. Didn't he? Thank God He did that for us. Because otherwise, none of us would have that ability to be able to go to heaven. about Acts chapter 26, verse 16 through 18. Arise and stand on your feet. For this purpose I have appeared to you, So appoint you a minister and a witness, not only to the things which you have seen, but also to the things which I will appear to you, delivering you from the Jewish people and from the Gentiles, to whom I am sending you. And in verse 18, to open their eyes so that they may turn from darkness to light and from dominion of Satan to God in order that they may receive forgiveness of sins and an inheritance among those who have been sanctified by faith in me. Wow. Forgiveness of sins. Now, those who are already in Christ gave us that ability to get forgiveness. Those that are not, he gave us that ability to be baptized. Obviously there are several things, but he gave you the ability to be baptized in Christ to forgive those things to you. So how do we get forgiveness? God's forgiveness. In Hebrews chapter 10, verses 19 through 25, he gives us the new and living way. Mark chapter 1, verses 4. It says, John the Baptist appeared in the wilderness preaching a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. We move on a little further in chapter, in verse 8, it says, I baptized you with water, but he's talking about Jesus, will baptize you with it, with the Holy Spirit. So John's baptism didn't mean anything, did it? Not when it comes to, to being in Christ but think he was smart enough to know that what he was doing was only a uh, precursor to what was really to come. How about Acts 2 to verse 38. and verse 38? Peter said to them, Repent and let each of you be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. There it is. We must be in Christ to receive any of God's greatness. If we're not in Christ, where are we? Headed to hell. Sorry to put that plain and simple, but that's pretty much how I've been most of my life. Only <coughs> yeah. oh, then you get that shift up. I don't have punches oh, on too many things. Oh, wow, that's, I need mean, that big drink of water again, don't I? Swallow that one pretty hard. We must first hear God's word. We must believe those words. We must repent of our sins, and we must confess that Jesus is the son of God. As I just read in Acts 2 38. If you have questions about those, you want to know where those verses are in the Bible, several qualified men here today that can help you get that done. So we can look those up, you can see those, we can do all of that. If you have any questions, make sure you come by and see us. So we must be baptized in a watery grave. A watery grave doesn't mean a sprinkle, does it? Doesn't mean when you're a baby that they put drops of water on your forehead and you're ready to go. Baptized in a watery grave. And we are brought up out of that watery grave a new man of Christ. Wouldn't that be? Isn't that? And yes, it has been a great thing. Being brought up out of that water knowing that you're saved knowing that you're in Christ, and knowing that you're going to go to heaven. That, that gives you comfort when you lay your head down tonight. Doesn't keep your mind from wrong, but still, it, it, gives you, it gives you comfort to know that when you lay down and close your eyes, I'm in Christ, I'm good, he comes back tonight like a thief in the night, I'm good to go. So, if there's anyone here today that's not good to go, if you have any questions, need to find out more information, please let someone here know. I guess it should have said this afternoon, shouldn't I? It? It's not tonight. I'm so used to the evening still. So. But anyway, if there's anyone here that we can help today, please come forward as we stand. And